one of the biggest off-Broadway shows, closing indefinitely. I'm Jacqueline Thrapp, and welcome to my special series, Lights Out. This week, Governor Cuomo banning gatherings of more than 500 people in New York to combat the spread of coronavirus. The announcement closing all Broadway shows, off-Broadway productions allowed to remain open, but they have to cut down on audience sizes. But some shows, they're just too big. Emojiland canceling the rest of its run early. It's a big show with a big equity cast. The Public Theater canceling all shows until April 12th. The Irish Rep canceling all shows until the 14th. Even pushed a show called The Smuggler to the fall. I'm told that some of these nonprofits are still paying actors despite no performances. I'll get that list to you when I have it. I reached out to the Actors Equity Association seeing who gets paid and who doesn't. No comment. I asked the Tonys if they'll push back the cutoff date to qualify for an award or maybe even delay the Tonys. No comment. The Dramatist Guild speaking out, sending a note this week suggesting that the nation follow Broadway's lead. Many shows did. Many national tours canceling performances. If you want to see which ones, Playbill has the full list. Sarah Bareilles even leaving Waitress in London early due to the travel ban. But according to the Evening Standard, West End shows are still a go. So we'll see what happens with that over the coming days. There is a bright spot, though. Broadway licensing is offering streaming rights to 400 shows. Theater companies have to get approval through them first. But on Broadway, nine shows were scheduled to open during this suspension. Shoshana is a theater reporter covering it all. But now her plans have changed. I met her in Times Square to talk about it. 48 hours ago, what was life like? What did you think this month was going to be 48 hours ago before they shut down six and then all the Broadway shows? Well, I was actually seeing six at night right before it all got really crazy. And I got out of the theater uh, to find out that you could no longer fly back from Europe and that the NBA was canceled. And all of a sudden, my thoughts were, huh, I have a whole calendar full of events ready to go. What's that going to mean? And then the next day, we all know what happened and no more Broadway for a month. So you didn't even know you were just sitting in a theater with your phone off. And then you come out and then you find out every entertainment, sports, Broadway, all of the things that people love is just gone. It was bonkers. I turned my phone back on and I had a few texts from my boyfriend telling me what happened. And then I was filming some of the stage door scene because I was really intrigued to see if fans would still stage door outside of six. Now the Queens didn't come out, but the Queendom did. And it's a very odd experience to learn with all of these fellow strangers what is happening in the world around you. And you find these bonding moments and this mom actually had some hand sanitizer and she's like, oh, do you want some? And it's like, you don't turn down some hand sanitizer right now. <laughs> <laughs> right. Okay. Now, when you say a queendom came out, I'm not sure what that is. For those who don't know what six is, what is that? So the queendom is just the six fandom. So all the fans, it's like hashtag queendom. It's a nice unifying way of people. They said at uh, Broadway Con that queens fix each other's crown. So it's a nice way to lift each other up. Right. And so you certainly needed that as you were waiting, because I know that the Broadway League asked a lot of shows not to do stage door. So you were saying that six, they did not do stage door at all. No, but it was a bit intriguing because they had the barricades out that looked like they would have stage door. So one of my friends, who's also a photographer, was out there and we were just trying to document whether people would come out and whether the uh, the actresses would come out but even though a huge amount of fans came out none of the actresses did and I think that was the right call yeah 
I definitely think that that was the right call as well. And so also I was walking by six, I think it was, it was maybe 30 minutes after they announced that all shows are shutting down because I was walking over, I was near Hadestown and I was thinking about buying a ticket to Diana because I know it was going to open soon, but I haven't heard anyone talk much about it because I don't know if, I think previews started, but it's very, very recent. So I haven't heard anything. So I thought, oh, maybe I'll be the first to find out what it's about. Walking by Diana and then that's when I got the news that Broadway was shutting down for a month. So then I walked over to six and I saw this flower delivery guy who pull up to the theater and then like rush flowers to the door and I'm like, oh my God, they're still delivering flowers to the theater and I don't even know if some of these people know that it's canceled. I'm sure they might, but he doesn't know. Yeah. Oh, doesn't know unless it was like, I don't know. I don't know how you cancel flowers, but it's crazy. Yeah, I think there are so many aspects that people haven't even thought about. Um, John Krause was going to make his Orpheus debut in Hadestown, and that was something really exciting last night that I almost, uh, I was looking at tickets, I was ready to come in, but when I saw that the producers were in a meeting, I thought, okay, well, I'll hold off. And it is also really tough to know, you know, what is safer? Do you just stay at home? That's what a lot of people are saying. But if Broadway's still open, do you go out and support it? And I live with my grandma, and she is almost 91 next week, so I have to be a little more cautious. So when they said no more Broadway, my heart went, oh, that's really painful for me and my profession and those around me, but also probably for the best. And so you said that, so 48 hours ago, you had a big month of Broadway ahead with all of these openings ahead of the Tonys, which I have reached out to to see if they'll delay anything. They have not responded yet. I'm sure they're busy, but uh, hopefully we find out if they're going to delay anything or maybe push that cutoff date back for Tony Awards because I think that's really important um, because there are shows like The Minutes who, who I looked at their schedule and they said that they will return according to the website, but it's only nine weeks they're not going to have the full 19 or 16 weeks. Anyway, so some shows, there are shows that are coming back but don't have long a long run. There are other shows. The rumor, there are rumors that some might get canceled. I don't know. Do you know anything about that? Shows that have not opened that maybe are plays that might get canceled? You know, that's an interesting point. I haven't heard anything, and I don't want to speak out of turn. I just know shows like The Inheritance that were already scheduled to close, they won't have their final performance, which is really sad. And especially The Cursed Child, they had year two that was supposed to end really soon, and they had their final performance without knowing that it was their final one. So that's really the aspect that I'm coming at it from, is things that were already going to be the last one. Sorry for some of the noise over here. We're but. standing right next to Jagged Little Pill. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's a place with two walls that cover the wind, but not the trucks. So... I don't have necessarily inside knowledge that hasn't been released to the public about other shows that will or will not open, but I know shows like Emoji Land that I was supposed to see tonight that were actually thinking about maybe continuing their run because they are within that limit that the governor has set of how many people, but I've noticed so many of these off-Broadway shows and even off-off-Broadway shows are just taking the lead from Broadway itself and closing all together, and some of them are remaining open. It's definitely one of those case by case that you should check with the provider to see who's actually remaining on and what entertainment you can see or you can just stay at home and take advantage of spending time with your family and friends from a safe distance and maybe catch up on some of your shows. Broadway HD is also sending out newsletters yes. like oh don't forget you can also watch <laughs> us now so you can get a Broadway HD membership which they're not a sponsor but just saying but also what I think is interesting so Emojiland so that is a very expensive production and I talked about this on my 
last podcast that uh, there are these larger off-Broadway theaters that even if you do to cut that down to 250, it's still 50% capacity, but then there are other off-Broadway, off-Broadway or off-Broadway theaters that are under 200 or 99 seats and quite small, but um, I haven't heard much about those probably because they don't have much, a lot of money for a media team. I don't know if you're a comedy show, if you're just like a two-person comedy show, hard to get a media person. But I, I, I kind of was wondering, and I thought that Mojiland would shut down, and it is. And it sucks because I also hear that, you know, there was also buzz about potentially Broadway. People would, were hoping to see that go to Broadway. And, you know, the lucky thing is they do have this brilliant cast recording. And as of right now, their cast recording event at Barnes & Noble is still on. And we'll mm. still hear about that. And that's actually one of those things on my calendar list that I was set to cover. So I'm still planning on doing that. And it, I think we do live in this digital age, and especially a show about the digital age and the phone, that you don't have to necessarily worry about something right in the moment when everyone's worrying about things because there still can be a future everyone's gonna take things into consideration you spoke about the tony awards i definitely think just personally that if a show was supposed to open and they need to push back the dates, i think that is extremely reasonable and i think that would really help the broadway community what I've noticed over the last 48 hours is just the unity. People even saying, hey, what's your Venmo? We want to send some money to freelancers and artists. And of course, with the Broadway box, that's really helping get uh, some of us fed. So there's so many aspects that even if you're thinking, maybe can it go to Broadway? I don't think this is going to be the deciding factor. Right. I agree with you. There are a lot of things. And I post on Facebook, there's some place, it's even unrelated to Broadway, but they're giving people soup and soda mm -hmm. uptown. And I was like, oh, wow, that is very, very thoughtful. Because 48 hours ago, you were gonna, you had a whole list of all these opening nights. Now, 48 hours later, which is also 24 hours after you found out, what does your life look like now? Well, luckily with my video editing industry business, I can just continue to edit from back date events. So there were some things that I was like, oh, I would love to be able to post this, but maybe I only posted one or two videos from an event that I had the capacity to edit five from. So I will have the videos to edit for bwayshow.com. It's just the freelance gigs that is where I get a lot of my money. Those will all be canceled and that's pretty disappointing. Because there's so much, and it's not just—it's not just actors. It's people like you, and it's also in comedy shows they're closing down all these comedy shows. So there's light techs who don't have a job. There's box office. There's security. Bartenders. Yes, exactly. Yeah, I have some friends that are bartenders, and I know you know that's affecting them. Even people who work at restaurants and bars around Broadway are being affected. So a big message I'd like to say is that if you're thinking of reaching out and and helping anyone please do. And also, if you're going out to eat, please tip generously. Yeah, and I think it was um, Laura Haywood. She's also a blogger as well, or pretty mm -hmm. pretty big in the theater industry. Yeah. So she, or a reporter, not just a blogger, but she does a lot in the theater. She has this thing on her it, Twitter saying, hey, I'm going to start a thread. Here's my Venmo. And then if you could, all the actors or people who need it in the industry, if you want to add your Venmo to this, um, people can donate to their Venmo, so then they can pay their rent. Yes. and get food. 
Yeah, I, and I'm absolutely flabbergasted. I put mine in and someone sent me $5 and someone else sent me $20. Like, it is so generous of these people to say, hey, we like your work, we love what you've been doing, and we want to make sure you're okay. And honestly, like, just those gestures alone have meant so much to me in these last 24 hours and 48 hours altogether that I feel like we'll be okay. Yeah, and there's also a big movement. Oh, wait, oh my gosh, I forgot my uh, oh yes, people are asking that if your show was canceled to use that money to then donate to those Venmo accounts as well, right? Yeah, I think there are a lot of different aspects. Uh, I think people who had tickets to see shows, a lot of times people save up a lot of money and um, if you have the money to give back to the Actors Fund uh, or Equity Fights Aids, that would be amazing. But also if you can use that money that you're getting back and book another ticket to a show and refund in this industry, I think that's really important. That knowing that even if you're not able to see a show now, maybe later on or paying it forward is huge. But also this was your money that you worked really hard for and I don't want people to feel like it's now like if they don't get to see the show, they won't have the ability to do something else. I think it's it's really tough these days, honestly, because people people are trying to figure out how they're going to be OK. And a lot of them might not have work right now be, or they are working from home. So all I say is if you're if you're not sure what to do, paying it forward always feels right. right. And also don't be afraid to ask for help. And the Actors Fund is really important. You mentioned that, and I'm sure that there's a lot of people that are going to be pulling from that fund, requesting help with rent or bills. So the Actors Fund, that's a great place to donate to. And you did mention my Broadway boxes. So what we're doing, and I have, I'm going to be doing this the entire time that Broadway shut down. I have these boxes of food, and we have a bunch of them. So <laughs> contact me. Find me on Instagram or Twitter or email me at Jackie102 at gmail.com, which is never an email I give out. It's like so hard to say. <laughs> Find me on Instagram because that's just Jacqueline Thrapp. But um, if you need it or someone you know needs a Broadway box, we'll have it has a few meals in there for you. Um, it's funny sometimes they're eggs. I think I might discontinue the egg thing because they're yeah they're they're egg. I don't know bad idea. Uh, all right, but I want to say something about that um, about what you mentioned before the Broadway box is that right before I came over here, there was a theater shop on 44th right where we are, and I just walked in just to see what the mood was like a customer, and I looked around. And so they were talking about how a lot of people are going in complaining about how the Broadway shows are canceled. But then one of the people who worked there, he was like, they don't understand that like I might not have a job in a week. And so what's your reaction? Yeah, I, this was a really difficult decision from everyone involved. And I do think they made the right decision, right? I do think, especially after finding out that one of the um, oh, yeah. ushers was tested positive for the coronavirus that that especially makes you think that this was the right decision but it is really unfortunate and that's what I'm saying about it's not just the people in the theaters and it's not just me as a reporter or a freelancer but it's everyone around this industry uh, who work right around here in ticketing in so many different aspects that they're trying to figure out how they're going to pay their rent mm -hmm. and I think sometimes difficult decisions have to be made to make sure that this doesn't get worse. So if by shutting it down right now, you prevent the spread and you can bring it back up healthier and better than ever, then that's better than waiting until something got really bad. Right, because we were talking, we had that conversation on my Instagram. I asked people if they thought shows should be shut down and a lot of people were like, no, but I get it. 
and then a lot of people said yes they should shut down so it's i think everyone agrees and knows why it's being shut down i think it was the shock of just governor cuomo saying and that's it is there anything that you want to say um anything else you want to say Yeah, I just want to say if you're feeling a little scared out there, you're not alone. And throughout all of this, you are not alone. There are so many people in this Broadway industry in a time of social media that you can reach out to. You can just check Twitter, even if it seems like there are so many people who don't feel like they know what they're going to do. They're figuring it out together and they're supporting one another. And you can reach out to me. I'm at B-Way Show, B-W-A-Y-S-H-O. And I'm always here to help comfort you or recommend a nice show tune or song or Broadway musical to watch that they've posted Tony clips on YouTube because that's what I'm doing and I even created a whole Broadway playlist on my YouTube channel BY show YouTube so that you can feel like you're still in the moment you're not alone please wash your hands properly stay safe if you're feeling like maybe should I go out maybe should I not this is a nice time to like you know YouTube and chill or Netflix and chill grab that glass of wine and just take care Yeah, because I have a date tonight, and I was like, weird that I'm going on a date. And I was so close to texting him and being like, do you want to just, like, hang out at home? But then I was like, oh, no, 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 second date, second date, second date. Looks like I have to go out of this (laughs) date. So I washed my hands a lot. Thank you for coming on. And you still have content for a little while because you filmed so much. So there still will be content, just the unfortunate, um, for for at least me. I don't know about you. it's for my in my case it's only like the bad stuff that's happening right now but you have all these good things and stories that you already filmed and that you're still going to be putting out there and you know people love it yeah and i i just like your support feel free to share my videos that really helps a lot and if there's specific things that you wish were filmed please let me know and i'm always looking into it but what i really love filming are like the uh, Broadway Buskers, Broadway Under the Stars, Broadway and Bryant Park. I have all of those up on my YouTube channel. And of course, a lot of the Broadway opening nights and nonprofit events. They're so stunning. I get to interview the actors and the creative team. So there's so much content that you can watch right now and you'll get so much more educated. So you'll get the education, you'll get the viewing that you want, and you'll stay safe in the process. On Tuesday, I talked to a performer who was getting ready for a show at the Metropolitan Opera. That's not happening anymore. So what does this mean for him? That comes out Tuesday. Thank you for listening to the Making a Musical podcast special. Lights out. If you ever want to learn more, go to my Instagram page, Jacqueline Thrapp. Until then, um, stay safe and I will be back soon.